What's going everyone? This is another episode of What the Bristol Podcast. My name is Tiran Dubik and I have our guest, Marcus, who is an amazing photographer in brand marketing, focusing on motivational speakers. And I've been really excited about having this call because um, someone who is very interested in motivational speaking himself, it would be really great to take some insights and learn a lot from Marcus. So um, yeah, just want to welcome you to the show. Thank you very much, Tiernan, and it's just great to be here. Thank you very much. Not a problem. So yeah, so um, just going into um, knowing more about how you started and where things have where things have um gone since. Um, tell us a bit more about yourself and tell us about how you got into photography and yeah, just from the very beginning. Well, it's quite a long story because I've been at it for quite a few years. I, I must be twenty five years now. So I'll I'll I'll, I'll keep it short. So I, I, I started off as a musician, believe it or not, playing bass guitar as a session musician up in London on people's records. And you know, I did that throughout the, you know, the, the 80s and early 90s. And that, it was great fun. I had a great time. I was very lucky. It was all good fun. But I was finding I was getting a time in my life in my mid 30s. Well, I wanted to do it some for myself. And I, you know, I was always playing on people's records. And I knew I didn't have the skill to write songs or even to sing them. So I thought, what can I do? I don't know, I, was just, I, I ended up buying a camera, a really nice camera, and I thought, wow, I, look, I remember looking for it and thinking, this is what I want to do next. This is my next move. So I, I, after, doing, after making that eureka moment discovery, I thought, okay, how am I going to do this? So what I, what I did, I studied intently for quite a few years. I went off to my city and guilds in the evening. That's like an evening course. And then I went off to Bournemouth to go and do my foundation and then Brighton to do a three-year degree in editorial photography, which is like photography for magazines and for publications. And then after that, I went and assisted for another four years. Uh, uh, Lucky enough to assist a really top advertising photographer in London, shooting on some big campaigns, you know, campaigns that would last weeks, you know, which were really, really good fun. Then, so I got to, I felt then, okay, right, I've got enough. I know how the business works. I know how to take a photograph. What's next? So I, I went off in my portfolio under my arm to lots of fashion magazines in London and started working in fashion. Went over to America, showed my book over there, my portfolio, we call it a book, over there and worked, you know, things just escalated. I started working in LA, New York. Um, mainly working in in the studio on uh, as opposed to on location and doing hair and beauty and those kind of things. So yeah, things were tickety boo. Um, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, I got offered a job down at USW University, University of South Wales in Cardiff, and they offered me. They were starting up a new course in fashion photography a BA in fashion and advertising photography. And they asked me to head up, the, to go and work and head up, start heading up the course. And it was something that I was really interested in teaching. I had always been teaching a little bit of music before, stuff like that. Anyhow, I got, came, I took the job, came down to Bristol, moved into my house in Bristol where I am now, and did that for about eight years. Really enjoyed it. Uh, but then the university started to close down the art side of the university a little bit. So I thought, okay, time to move on. And I was really missing doing my own photography. So um, that's what brings me up to now. 
in the last couple of years, I've been focusing my efforts on working as a branding photographer, working with businesses. And that is how I, we, we, we are, where we are now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that's, that's amazing. You know, like hearing, hearing the story of how you even like went to different countries to do exactly what you're doing, you know, like just trying like going from different places and so on. And, um, I think the fascinating thing of it all is the fact that it just started off from just, just a camera, just taking photos from there. And then it just leaded from more opportunities moving forward. Um, the interesting, the interesting part that I found, um, that is, is how you got into brand marketing. So um, I know that when I look at normally, when I look at like photos of photographers who, um, or sorry, photographers done, um, photos done by photographers, they, yeah. um, they focus a lot on the, of course, the image itself. But when, when you are focusing on specifically brand marketing, that is obviously, you're, you're trying to focus on someone's actual image, like product in, in itself. Um, can you tell us a bit more about the about brand marketing and how it differs to other types of photography? Yeah, you're very perceptive. It is a very unique, I think, a very unique time of type of photography. Yeah, it's been around before. It used to be sort of lifestyle before and corporate brochures, but in some ways, with the take with the internet taking off over these last two or three years, mm. it's really become a genre on its own. Yeah, um, it started off as far as I can tell, in America, as a lot of these things do. And I actually found, found out about it with a, my, a business coach I was working with about three years ago who was coaching me on photography. And he was saying, oh, you should check out this new thing, branding photography. And I didn't know what it was. Mm. And he said, you'd be perfect for it. And I, so I looked into it and then I started to evolve in my mind this picture of what it was all about. And it's, yeah, and I can see why I he thought I would be good at it because it's, to my mind, it's bringing together fashion, making things look good, yeah. and, and the advertising side that I worked in, which is about selling something in just one image. Right. You know, that's what I was employed to do when I did advertising for a billboard or whatever. They want to get every, everything in a simple way in one message that people look at something and think, ah, oh, I get that. Either I want to buy it or I want to know more about it. So mm. that's what branding okay. photography is to me. It's about combining, combining those two skills that I've got. And it's also, I'm I'm very interested in business. I've always been interested in business. My dad set me up when I was about 11 years old. My father's Pakistani. And typical, he wanted my, you know, I have a shop or a doctor or whatever. He looked at a shop for me. And, he, he, I, I, and, I was, and my dad helped me, get, you know, work in market stalls and stuff. So I've always been interested in business. Yeah. So putting together that sort of side of me, that creative side, working with businesses, I found was a good fit, fit for me. Mm, mm. That's interesting. It is interesting. And, um, you know, I, I want to thank you for, um, for position, uh, position that to our, to our listeners about, um, what brand marketing is because, um, yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's very, it's very, um, interesting especially when you look at images and you and you think of some images that do sell for themselves without any words without any call to actions or anything like that so that is definitely interesting to term to, to to take home um now i've got to ask as well because i know i said it from the start what made you go into focusing on motivational speakers what was what was the was the changing point of that because i know you mentioned fashion i know you mentioned about yes. traveling around the world but what yes. made you go hmm I want to focus on motivational speakers this time because yeah. it's something I'm interested in. 
Well, it's coaches, mentors, and motivational speakers. They're sort of all packaged together as one. Yeah. I find it a fascinating industry. I've always been tuned into motivational books and speakers myself, and also having been involved in teaching for you know a good part of my career, be it through music or photography. It's something that really resonates with me, and you know it's. Um, it's, uh, it's an interesting how you can get those messages across people's brand mm. with photography. Mm. You know, and yeah, so that's really how it came about with an interest in it from myself. Um, and of course, let's be frank here, a growing market as well. And a competitive market, I would hasten to add. 100%, 100%. And um, yeah, because it's interesting, because even though you like... It's, it's some it's to some to some extent from what from listening it's like it's like almost you kind of were like going for that motivational journey yourself like as a teacher um which kind of probably sparked the interest you know because um for someone who's interested in motivational speaking i i i've always been interested in teaching in some some form of way like some yes. form of message so for yes. you to to kind of bounce that idea into making it into imagery is it just sounds it sounds really 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 great on on, on what on what you're on what you're doing um, thank you thank you well my tag sorry well my tag you know the, my tagline is aspirational photography ah, for okay. inspirational people and the kind of photography that i like to produce is very aspirational it's premium it's luxury it's something photography that people would look at and you would understand that is somebody who i'm, who I'm trying to project Personal photographing is being an authority in what they do. Right, right. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, can you can you give us any like examples of because I know you've mentioned about being being someone who's um an authority through the image. Um mm. is there other is there any other examples that you have uh in um that you've had to mind when you've worked with someone who was in the motivational speaking industry? Like is that is there anything that you know from that? Well, it all depends on the individual. You can't get across the individual, yeah. of course. As I said, it's a, it's, it's a growing market. It's becoming a very competitive market. So when I work with my clients, I spend a lot of time really digging deep mm. and finding out what makes them unique, what's the message they want to get across, what their brand is, all these things, you know. Yeah. And, of course, how I can encapsulate that in just that one photograph. Obviously, a series of photographs, builds up that authority but you know i'm always thinking about that one photograph that says it all really mm, so yeah. yeah i mean it's, so it's the reason here in front of the reason why i got into doing branded photography is i for me i find it very creative i think it's one of the most creative types of photography because you've almost got a blank canvas yeah it's like doing weddings maybe you might say okay there's a formula to that photograph of families a slight formula but with branding photography working with businesses you really want to bring about the uniqueness in it and in that way every photo shoot is different yeah 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 and i like i like the metaphor of, of, of a canvas it's kind of like um it's kind of like when a, when an artist is like painting for the very first time it's like one stroke at a time and then it's like you then you make your whole your whole actual um painting in in in, in essence yes. um you build yes you're building the information aren't you ideally you know you're building it from the headshot or yeah. the profile i hate that word by the way the profile photograph you're building it from that from your you know that might be on your linkedin 
all the way that journey to the website or the corporate, the brochure. Yeah. And that was <laughs> going to give you, that's going to fill in those dots, you know. And there's this idea about authenticity coming along at the moment. And really, I'm, you know, what does that really mean, being authentic? I think people have got, we've all got different sides of our personalities and that's what makes us whole, isn't it? Yeah, one 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 hundred percent. Um, even even the bit where you mentioned about being like an authority person, it's like, um, it's almost having like best of both worlds. Like there's like um, this book called like compelling people, and it basically speaks about the personalities of like you have one side that's strength and you have one side that's warmth. So you have one side that's more yes. empathetic and you have one side that's yes. more authoritative. So one hundred percent. And it's like when you show both angles of the imagery, then it, it gives people a different side to who you are. And I think I think that's very important through through imagery, um, especially with like social media and so forth. Totally. And photography, I would argue, is really good at doing that because you know when I yeah. do a photo session with my clients, we're going to end up with you know a, a, a good amount of material that they can use, and this will show all those different sides to their personality or their different aspects. To it you know so it reinforces each other and of course then you can take those photographs and use them all in different medium like mm -hmm. on social media like you mentioned on your website whatever it's going to be you know yeah that makes that makes perfect sense um so so have you always been a creative type of person would you say that like is that something, <laughs> you know i gotta ask because i think from you know from seeing everything you're doing in terms of create um creatively is that something that you've always Notice when you when you were young growing up and then just or was it just something that you just you just got into as um you know as time as time as time gone on? Yeah, I'm obviously grimacing <laughs> a little bit I think yeah, look, people say to me, "Oh, you're really creative." So you know, I've always been into doing music and photography, and there's nothing else really much going on in my life apart from that. So yeah, but I teach photography, and I you know I think anybody. I don't think it's something that oh, you're just born with. I think it's something you learn. It's something you learn by looking at things and having a per an investigative personality, an inquiring personality, where you want to find out about things. That's what creativity is. You know, the actual skill, the technique is very easy. No, it's not very, it's easy in photography. Okay. You know, it's something you can learn. In, I teach my students in six hours, all they need to know about operating a camera. The difficult bit, the hard bit, the bit that makes it you creative is, com is coming up with the ideas. And you get ideas from being, as I said, inquiring, looking at films, looking at obviously photography, magazines, talking to people, reading books. It's all part of that package that makes you a creative person. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Um, Cause literally, um, <clears throat> from a, like a creative perspective i always seem to like watch movies and um <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> oh, little cough there <clears throat> now i'm back um yeah so watching <laughs> watching movies um reading books and i always seem to like digest ideas from from what i consume and then and then be able to come back um and see it from a from an innovative innovative headspace so like um what was what was something I, re what I recently watched? Um, yeah, I was so going like, to ask you that question. So yeah, good, you're going to answer it. Go on. What have you watched recently then? Yeah, so we watched we watched um, Don't Look Up on Netflix <clears throat> with um, Leonardo yes. DiCaprio, um, yes. and that movie is obviously is a very like 
kind of contra- controversial in some to some some extent. But when you when you look at that movie and compare like Leonardo DiCaprio to somewhat to when he was in um, the Wolf of Wall Street as an example, yes, two yeah. different sides of um, <clears throat> sorry, two different sides of who he is. So it's like it's interesting when you when you see those things and how they they come up with you know they come up with the actual movie in itself. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, I I when I, I when I watched it, I I it was. Yeah, it was just it was just funny how from from my interpretation anyway, from how like actors, you know, change how they how like change their characters um of who of of, of who they can become in, in these movies because like I said, it's two different two different um characters from if you compare it to like Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I mean there are some actors who have got a character and they carry that character on for all their roles they play. You know, it's a different there's different ways that people approach it, but certainly, I've not seen that movie. I've heard a lot about it, uh, and it's certainly one I must check out. Actually, M- most of the movies I know are before 1990. Really. You're probably before that. To be honest, I, I I I I like the 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 nineties movies as well, man. Like I've got like I'm I'm so into like I think that's with me as well. Like um, what I was saying to you about if if, if creativity has always been a thing that you've been um been into because um. For, for for me throughout throughout my from from my journey and stuff, I've always loved playing like you know video games and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But then I I got more into creativity. Going back to what you're saying, it became more of a thing that I learned when I started like drawing. And then subconsciously, I probably was drawing things that I was, you know, when I was playing playing games, if that makes sense. And then moving into music, um, vocally was doing music. Um, okay, nice and. Um, like writing poetry and drama it's, it's those type of things there so it was almost kind of like a process of just like learning different things but it was interesting over time because um you start to see how much you can come up with all these ideas and when sometimes you reminisce of the things you have done you can almost spark some ideas that you've that you've done and how you can place it into the, um place it into the present moment totally totally tell me Tina, going back to that question you're asking about the branding of motivational speakers how are you branding yourself at the moment what's what are your plans to do that yeah yeah good question um so um i'm sorry also listeners because i feel like i'm i'm taking a limelight i was supposed to be no, I mean, <laughs> speaking but, we, but um but yeah right. um yeah so i i branded um myself through this platform for a platform that i call change your routine so that essentially is like um, my way of how I, um, how I position, um, my journey. So I've been doing it through, um, imagery as well. Um, so one of the main, one of the main spotlights that I did was, um, showing how the metaphor of life is a marathon. Um, I literally took a running challenge to do like two, like, like a half marathon, like two different half marathons in, in two separate times. And um, I wanted to teach the message of, like I said, life is a marathon. So I took I took literally selfie images of myself whilst running, and then I also had um, I also um, had a friend who actually did photography as well, who actually mm-hmm. took photos of my of me running. So I was wearing like a change routine okay. t shirt, and he just took photos of just different 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 um, different landscapes of me running and so on. And um, and basically what I did was I used those images posted them on my social media and then just used like a motivational motivational caption 
to describe the whole idea of that life is a marathon, if that makes sense. And then yes. at the at the very end of when I was doing those um, photos, I then showed, um, you know, the, 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 the end result of actually running the half marathon. So that turned out to be like a quite good, like, it wasn't really, it's funny because it was, it was completely unintentional at the time. It was just something that just sparked um, whilst, whilst we were just doing it. Um, but yeah. yeah, it turned out to be quite really inspiring for some people who may not have been into running per se, but they, they might have just been just interested of just wanting to like understand that metaphor of progression and learning things over time, not just like getting things right away, if that makes sense. No, I love that. I love that. That's a really, really interesting. I mean, what you're doing there is you're putting your you're putting your spin on it, aren't you? You're putting your personality, your spin on something, you know. And that's how you, and building up this steps, you come up with you come up with the concept. You got the quote. You got the photographer in. You got the events lined up. You did them, recorded it, and got it out there. That's, that's the way to do it, isn't it? That's the way to do things, isn't it? Interesting. Very good. Well, yeah. you, you can ask me some questions now, ask you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's good. I'm good. And, and, I, and I appreciate it, because, um, yeah, it's like I was saying, it's like I, I was really looking, right, I've, I've been really looking forward to this call because I like I like what you're doing. Um, I think, cause like I said, because I'm doing it myself, it's like, yes. it's good to know that these these, these things from 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 other other insightful people. Um, what, how many, how many people have you worked already who's in, like, the personal development industry? Have you worked with any motivational speakers at this moment or is that just an interest that you want to build um moving forward yeah no no actually um looking back you know even though i've been exploring this niche for not too long it seems to me that most of the people i've been working with fulfill my niche nice how many i don't know it's been obviously we had covid last year in the last couple of years so really i'm just taking it on the last six months which is when the business has been building again how many do i work with 15 people, 15 photo shoots, I would probably say. Yeah, nice. that 15, I think is right. Yeah, who are involved in coaching, motivation to speaking, or some kind of mentoring, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. And um, and could you give us an example of like what you have seen um, of, of, of them and, and, and how, you've, how you've projected, as, as you mentioned, like an authority to them, like, I, So what, how, how I take these people and make them into an authority, well, how I do it visually. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Because I'm asking Tim. Yeah, because I know obviously it's kind of hard to describe in words, but I'm just 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 trying to give the vision in in in, in people's minds. Like yes. with with the fifteen people you work with, what can you give us an like like a like an example of, yeah. of what you've yeah what you've done if, the, if that makes sense? Okay, I've got, I mean, it's, you're right. It would be if I we were showing some photos. We can yeah 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 to, yeah, like, yeah yeah. Uh, Look, I guess, first of all, you know, is a, you've got to find out who their audience is. Is it a corporate audience? Right. Is it a solopreneur audience? Yeah. You know, is it, if it's like a corporate audience, you might think, okay, well, maybe in that case, then if it's aspirational, yeah. we need to photograph you in an, in an office environment. You know, is that a traditional office environment? You know, a wood, warm feeling? Or is it like a modern glass, you know, chrome type environment? And so then you can start building it up from there. You know, if it's a solopreneur or if it's a, a coach who might work, 
people and they want a more natural look in nature, obviously that would preclude you to go outside and photograph outside. Um, you know, so when I when I work, um, I, I work with a team of people. So I've got my assistants I work with on, on nearly every shoot. I bring in hair and makeup if need be, clothes stylist. I got people I work work with me, you know, men and women. Um, so you know, with these all bringing all these experts into the mix all help as well. They've got opinions, and we discuss it and come up to a conclusion. So what am I saying here? I guess yeah. What, I, what I'm saying is it, it yeah. It, it depends on the individual who you're working with, and I'd like to think that I'm flexible enough in my would use if I need to use lighting, like I've got in a studio outside, or you can use natural light. I can bring in different elements to tell that story, to tell their story in or you know in a manner that is fits the client. Yes, oh, I mean this, this, <clears throat> something's just come into my head actually. That yeah. it's it's a, a bit. I guess this is more to photographers. Hope it makes sense. But when you're starting as a photographer, you're encouraged to get a style. Mm. Even a band, I mean, you just, it's all about getting a style so people um, know who you are and yep. they know what they're buying into. Yep. In some ways, as a branding photographer, you, you, you don't have a style because you want, the, you want to impart that on somebody, your client, who might not fit that. You need to bring in different styles if it works. Does that yeah. sort of make sense? Yeah, that makes you know, sense. You need, you know, you can't say, oh, I only photograph you in black and white, therefore I'm going to photograph you in black and white. Or I only photograph using a big softbox and make you in, in a studio. Yeah. No, you can't say that. The client might not need that. They might want something different. Their brand might be something different. Mm. So it, it's, that that's what another thing I like about branding photography. Yeah. It does draw in to different skills. That makes perfect sense. And I like that. I like that. It's like you're almost being like adapted to the person who you're with. So they might have a particular style and then you go, wait a minute, we can try this and we can try that. And then you kind of almost like experiment at the same time. Um, I do apologize as well. Exactly. I have been saying brand and marketing, but I'm, I've been intentionally meaning to say brand and photography as well. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. No, no it's fine. It's, look, you know, it's all part of the mix. It's all part of the mix. Branding, the marketing, branding mix. Yes. And, um, and I was always going to ask as well, um, just to, just to kind of end it off, what, wh where do you see the future for brand and photography? Because I, 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 as, as we touched, we touched on different topics and so on. Um, but when I, you know, when you go into like digital marketing platforms, Instagram, you've got TikTok, um, video and stuff like that. Where, where do you, where, where do you see in your mind of like brand and photography? Is it going to be, is it going to be eventually like branding? video you know videos as well is that is that something you see or or, or something yeah else? well that's happening now video is very strong of course yeah um and i do you know i i, I do do video and can include it and can include it in my package to a small degree right but, but the strength photography i think is you go and do a video you pay x amount of money you do a video and you end up with that one video yeah you go to photographer and you pay the same amount of money virtually and you end up with loads and loads of photographs you can use over a year yeah. so that's and and that with a photograph the information comes across in the second people have got very short attention spans so they can look at a photograph and get it i get it i understand this person really quickly so that's for me one of the advantages of photography over video but yes with download speeds getting better so in 
video is becoming yeah super super you know great way of building your, your brand future trends <clears throat> i'd like i'd like to think a future trend will be less reliant on stock imagery yeah yeah good point good point yeah i think ceo expert and we were talking about how google will start ranking websites on their imagery mm. they're already doing it, of course we know with se with their keywords and and so on and so forth yep. but i think in the future with uh, with these new algorithms or ai sorry that google is investing in they can now look at a website and see if their images are authentic to their brand so i think that could be a de decline in stock photography which of course i would like to see <laughs> obviously so that's a, 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 a momentum for the future yeah as a creative thing i'd love to see more maybe black and white photography yeah. used in websites you don't see that very much people still like black and white photography it's got a very classic feel about it it really can help solidify a brand if it's the right brand yeah so i like more of that you, you don't see much of that in websites yeah um and certainly we're going to see the growth of the personal brand and by i'm what i mean by that is people will be bought by from people mm. and we're going to see more the business owners are going to start stepping forward to put themselves as the face of their platform. Yeah, they're going to have to. Very, very yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of interesting points that you said. And um, yeah, that would be, I think the stock photos thing would be very interesting if to see, if see how that happens. Because I think you're right on that. I think um, um, everything, everything is now becoming more personalized. So yes. stock photos are not exactly as in demand as they were before. Um, pe people still use them, of course, but you know it, it's, it's the personal touch that people like um, today. And um, yeah, it's very interesting that you said that. Um, I, sorry, I got asked one, one, one more question actually. Um, well, please go ahead, please. Because you mentioned black and white, um, yes. what what other what what would you what would you would, what would you say is your favorite um, type of like type of imagery that you see? Like, because I know there's loads that you choose, but what what would you say like? is like, mm, that's, that's what I like to do. And that's what, um, yeah, that's what I would want to do more. Okay. Well, that's, that's a slightly difficult one to answer. I'm going to go for, at this present moment in time, I'm going to go for, I love to, you know, being on this fashion editorial element. Okay. More to my clients. So when I photograph them, I'm at my work, I'm, it, a lot of these photographs of my clients end up in magazines and it just looks great. My work looks good in magazines because I studied editorial photography as a BA yeah. and I've worked lots of magazines. So I know how to make an image look on the, on the page. Good. So I'd like, you know, you know, I think my clients come to me because of my fashion background and I'd like to even push that even further, maybe even destination wedding, destination photography for branding mm. in some really nice, cool locations would not be, would be very nice. Yeah. If you want me to come over to where you come, come over to where you are, I'd be very happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, well, you know, already like that would, that would be amazing, man. Um, be yeah, lovely, yeah, I would, I would love, yeah. I would love if you could, um, if, if you could, um, do some photos for me, that'd be, that'd be, yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, so I'm definitely gonna, so, Definitely, definitely will reach out at some point. <laughs> so yeah, I'd like to be, you know, just carry on what I'm doing and just work, you know, working in some great locations with some great people. Yeah. I just, you know, with my team around me producing photography, just like I was doing in the, my days of fashion, you know, that's how I see it developing. 
Cool, cool, cool. Amazing. And um, cool. So just to just to wrap everything up, what where yes. can where can listeners go to to to, to know more about um what you're doing um and how they can book um book in the slot with you? Like where 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 can they go? Okay, that's great. Yes, well, obviously, they can go to See No Bounds and find me there. <laughs> yeah. And all my details are on there. My, my, I've got a very unusual name. I might do it as Marcus Ahmad, A-H-M-A-D. So it's very, you, you just type that in and I come up, you know, it's all, it's, it's all me, me, me when you type that up. So that's how people can find me if they remember that. And obviously I've got my websites up there, LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn a lot. I love, love being on LinkedIn. It's a great platform for learning and marketing and meeting people. Brilliant, brilliant for that. Um, and if people want to have a contact, oh, what I like doing is doing what I'm doing with you now. I, you know, I love getting on a Zoom call with people because I can see what they look like. We can talk about clothes. We can talk about styling. And that, that's something that we can never do in the, on the old phone, really. Yeah. When Zoom came about, I thought, oh, no, this is going to be awful. But now I love getting on a Zoom call with my clients and talking about branding photography. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah well, um, just want to say a massive thank you, um, Marcus, really, um, really insightful conversation. I definitely learned a lot about brand and photography and just, just, just photography as in, in a nutshell. And, um, and I think our listeners will definitely get some value from this. So, um, yeah. So if you want to know more about what Marcus is doing, um, definitely, as Marcus said, head over to see no bounds, um, and type in Marcus Ahmed and you'll be able to see his profile and also follow him on LinkedIn to know more about what he's doing and also his story. So, um, yeah. Thank you for thank you for being on the show. Oh, and if I may say thank you to you and Deanne as well for really heading up the Bristol Massive uh, with the Sino Bounds crew. You know, really, really grateful for the, for the work you're doing and helping us entrepreneurs getting noticed. Appreciate that, man. Really, really do appreciate that. And um, yeah, well, just going to wrap up the show and thank you for, thank for you. all listening.